0: You see Luna, please tell her I could use her help right about now! Moon Podcast Escalation! Man.
1: Welcome to Sailor Business, my name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is the podcast where we watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and break it down for you with the help of a special friend. A different one. It every... terrible. I, I was torn between saying special guest and, and friend.
2: Both I was waiting to see what you would say, too. And
1: that's the voice of our very special friend, Janine Schaefer. Hi, <laughs> hey, everyone. Back for a second episode hello uh now uh janine uh we had to delay the recording of this episode uh so i want you to act sorry Uh
2: (laughs) (laughs) i was doing it in the office today (laughs) It's, it's the like best.
1: Jordan. I like how Jordan. we'll get into it, but acting sorry is just kind of being winded. I think. Yes, <laughs> just leaning on a counter. If Jordan you yeah, has... if you haven't watched the
0: episode in Japanese, then you don't know act act sorry yet. But it's the best part of this episode by far. It's just it's, the weirdest. Oh, it's in the
1: new dub too. Is it uh, in the dub too? Okay, good. The new dub. Yes, that's right. Uh, I, mean. I guess we should say we are watching this week episode seven of Sailor Moon, which is. Uh, Usagi learns her lesson. Becoming a star is hard work. <laughs> it is a uh, it is a landmark episode. It's the last of the uh, Usagi solo stories. That's true. In uh, our next episode, we will get our our second senshi. We will get uh, uh, Amy Mizuno as Sailor have- Mercury.
2: I can't believe that I'm not going to be doing that one with you guys. That's so depressing. I guess I can just listen. That's so depressing. I can just watch the episode and then listen to the podcast.
1: Yeah, ideally, that, yes. Also, you can just you can just talk to Jordan about it.
2: Oh, that's right.
1: <laughs> so you could do it, both. You could you could talk to me about it, too. Like, you can shoot me an email. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, it. no, no, forget it. Nope,
2: nope, nope. That's it. That's it. Just Jordan. I'm sorry.
1: Yes. But yeah, uh, our guest, as we said, is Janine Schaefer. Uh, Janine, welcome back to the program
2: thanks guys i had so much fun last week
1: oh i'm i'm really glad to hear that uh but i wanted to bring up something that you said last week because we let we let juliet khan get by without calling her on this one what Uh happened uh you mentioned fan fiction i Ah. did so my question (laughs) is did you write Sailor Moon fan fiction?
2: I didn't. I did not. Are
1: you lying to me right now?
2: I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I can tell you. I was going to say I can tell you that my she. Fan yeah,
0: she wouldn't lie if she had written it because she's told me about fan fiction she's written before.
2: Yeah. What? What? what
1: so you did write fan fiction?
2: Um. Yes. What Did, were your, uh, did is the operative <laughs> word. <laughs> look! Look! It's okay. <laughs> uh,
1: what? Uh, what was your? What was your fan fiction of choice?
2: Uh well I got into it actually through Gundam. Um wrote wrote Gundam Wing fan fiction for a long time. Wow,
0: very random.
2: Uh I never would I have guessed know. that. You've
0: never mentioned it. I have never heard you talk about Gundam before so so that's interesting to me that that's the first thing you did.
2: Yeah, well cuz we never I don't think we've ever talked about Gundam Wing so it would I don't be know like, anything about it so <laughs> have come up right. Um but no I I wrote um you know some Harry Potter fan fiction, some Lord of the Rings fan fiction, um, just some random stuff here and there other than that. No, oh, I guess my like, teen. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to, uh, teen Titans and some, and Batman.
1: Now, what was, was there any, uh, recurring theme in your fan fiction? Like was the, the Harry Potter fan fiction about Harry's new friend, Janine, no. Who came to Hogwarts?
2: No, <laughs> no, no, no. Batman's I mean, Batman's sure. new sidekick,
1: Janine Robin.
2: <laughs> Janine Robin, yes. No, no. I mean, I'm sure I found uh, really creative ways to self-insert, but I never wrote an actual like sparkly-eyed uh, magical girl. So into I, it.
1: I guess that leads me to the question: Why didn't you write Sailor Moon? What's <laughs> What's wrong with Sailor Moon? <laughs> yeah. Nothing.
2: Nothing. I just didn't know anyone else who did. Like, like I I kind of got into it because I knew other people who were writing Gundam wing fan fiction, and that's how I started. So then okay. I didn't know. And I mean, let's be real. Sailor Moon really has explored so many corners of the Sailor Moon universe. I didn't really have anything to add to the canon.
0: What would happen if Sailor Moon meant a Gundam? Which I don't even really know what that means. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you you're you're saying it wrong, but that's okay. okay.
1: Sorry, um, Sailor Moon.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. I mean there there were like five real cute boys so probably she would like Fall over or something.
1: Okay, that was a little. Were taste any of, of them fan awful, fiction. terrible human garbage pickup <laughs> artists? Because that <laughs> seems to be Usagi's type, as we will no. find out in this episode. No, I will say no.
0: They were not. I never wrote any uh, Sailor Moon fan fiction, but I did. I had this thing I did in in high school where I was I would basically always be drawing this comic, and it wasn't a comic like you know issue one, issue two. It was it was just a sketchbook that I would just keep drawing more and more panels. I would just keep and stuff would happen and it would not make a ton of sense sailor moon definitely wound up in that in addition me dressed kind of like sailor moon in a sailor moon like outfit but like shorts instead of a skirt was definitely in that like a sailor suit yeah i mean imagine a sailor moon shirt outfit if instead of like a girl top and a skirt it was like shorts and a t-shirt kind of
1: <laughs> what now i can't stop imagining it Oh, man, I I like that you said, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to ask him if uh, Tuxedo Jordan made an appearance. And I didn't even have to (laughs) because you offered up something that was even so much better. Yep. Yep. Even more. Even more. Even more (laughs) what? I'm not quite sure.
0: Maybe I'll try to find. I have I mean, I have that sketchbook somewhere around that shelf. I can try to see if I can find it, and take a picture of it. Yes. No. Don't try. You must. I definitely did uh, because, like, I I had these like cartoon characters that I drew, and a lot of times they would pretend to be, they would be dressed up as like movie characters or whatnot. So I definitely had a thing where one of my characters pretending to be Ash from Army of Darkness fought Sailor Moon in like a weird like pseudo fight Street Fighter kind of scene. What? (laughs) Like it was a Street Fighter (laughs) game of. A dude pretending to be Ash from Army Darkness versus Sailor Moon, and they
1: fight. This is super weird because, Jordan, you and I only recently kind of became pals. Yeah. uh, From doing, basically from doing this podcast. The only... I, I think I've mentioned this in my in my columns at Comics Alliance before, but, like, the only fan fiction I've ever done... Like, I never put up any online, which is, for my what? ego, is amazing. Uh, I wrote... Uh, when I was a little kid, I wrote... Uh, or I, I wrote and drew a comic that was just straight-lifted from Batman 425, where Batman's in the junkyard, except that he fought Dalsim and Blanca from Street Fighter. Yes! <laughs> and then when I was, like, 13... I wrote like a one chapter of a uh, novelization (laughs) of a sequel to Army of Darkness. Nice, nice. Uh, and never like it was on a it was on a terrible old computer with like an amber monitor written in lotus notes so that should give you an idea of what i was rock, working with yeah fan fiction a fan fiction uh, segment i'm sure will come up again can i we continue on this show can i bring up something awful though for a moment oh, yeah do.
0: I, I guess so like if you go on the internet and search sailor moon like very quickly you will come upon pornography like very quickly <laughs> Sure. But I find it really upsetting because so much of it is really awful and violent. And that oh, happens well, in the fan upsetting. fiction as well. Like it's like so many people are like I want to write sexual things about Sailor Moon, but it's mostly about like hurting her. And I'm like that's horrible.
1: All that's right. that's weird because I've never I've never like I've done a lot of googling of Sailor Moon. I get no, that's not true. I did a lot of like yahoo searching of Sailor Moon <laughs> circa 1997. <laughs>
2: Alta Vista-ing. <laughs> and it Taylor was never, room.
1: it was never like a, a pornography of Usagi. It was always of of the, it was never Usagi. It was almost always Mars. Interesting.
0: Weird. Why? Uh, she was really, I, I, again, she was even more popular back then than she is now, but I still always feel like she's really popular.
1: Yeah. I, I don't, I, I I don't know why. I mean, look. She is my, uh, she is my least favorite of the, of the original five scouts. I mean, so so
0: basically the moral here is don't Google sailor moon without safe search on, unless you want to be scandalized because it's very like page two, it'll be there.
1: (laughs) Definitely don't go back to 1997 (laughs) and, uh, and just start typing into, uh, the Yahoo search that the local ISP makes your homepage. Nice. Uh, but today, today we're not, we're not Yahoo searching. We're not asking Jeeves. We're not going to Alta Vista. We are watching Net- Usagi Learns Her Lesson. We're not, we're not Netscape searching. We're not loading up <laughs> Netscape 3.1. We're watching Usagi Learns Her Lesson, Becoming a Star is Hard Work, Episode 7. This episode's bananas. Oh, yes.
2: It's really crazy. <laughs> this episode, oh my god. It
1: is, it is so great. It is so weird. It is so bizarre. Like, nothing in this episode makes any sense. <laughs> Least of all, the Dark Kingdom's plot. No. It's like the plot in this episode is that the Dark Kingdom wants to essentially make a nuisance of themselves. Yeah.
0: It, it's, yeah, no, it, it's silly. Uh, but again, I think it, this is one of those ones where yeah, they were just like we want to do a thing about famousness, and it's like well, fame is yeah. the word you're looking for. That's oh, the word, word that means was, famousness. Right. <laughs> I mean, being a star, and uh, and yeah, and they were just like uh, okay, and there's a plot. Uh, yeah. Like there's nothing good there. Everybody wants to be a star. Okay. Uh and they try
1: to take their energy. Done. Yeah. They don't they don't learn anything in this episode. No. Like there's not even like an attempt at a moral. Wait, isn't the Well isn't the, the title I, of the episode that she you, learned something? Yes. Kisagi doesn't <laughs> learn any lesson. <laughs> She do, like, I mean, she doesn't learn that becoming a star is hard work. From what we can tell, that is presented in this episode, becoming a star is not hard work. Yeah, that's true. It's so because it's it's super weird. All right, well uh, let's let's get into it. Let's do it. Right. So we've got. She does learn Tsukino. How to act sorry. That's <laughs> <She does laughs> we will discuss a lot going <laughs> forward. We've got uh, uh, Usagi Tsukino. She's a fourteen year old middle school student. Birthstone's a pearl. She's a bit of a klutz. Some people would say she's a little over-emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is late for school, no toast, already off on the wrong foot. And if she runs all the way to school, she won't. She'll be too tired to study. Which is which is great. Where... I love that. Because that is perfect Usagi logic. <laughs> she's like, well, I'm already late. And I'm so... good, but if I walk slowly, I can study real hard once I get there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So she's walking to school and she uh, slows down and stops right in front of, I don't know, a drugstore or something. It is a drugstore. And there's a poster on the wall for an energy drink. It says
1: drugstore on the awning. (laughs) Okay,
0: well, there you go. (laughs) A poster on the wall for an energy drink being advertised by a celebrity named someone. Mika? Mikan? There you go. Mikan. And uh, Usagi is a total sucker for advertising because she just literally goes, well, if she says I should try it. Maybe I really should try it. Um, and is probably contemplating doing so when uh, Nara runs by and smacks her in the back of the head with, with her stuff for yeah. no reason, and then she, which is and pretty then later,
2: great. And then later she is like, you should be thanking me. <laughs> because that's the only you reason out. you
0: got here. Yeah. Because you were probably ran after me yelling, going, you jerk.
2: Now, for some reason, I don't know why the the celebrity girl, uh Mikang.
1: Mm-hmm. Become Shira Tori. I that's kept
2: thinking that she looked like another Sailor Scout, and uh, because I was trying to like guess what was going to happen. <laughs> nope. I kept I kept thinking like she was going to somehow become a part of the the plot, like the larger plot, and then that never occurred.
0: No,
1: definitely not. Yeah. Uh, well, she's got she's got uh, Sailor Venus's bow, and she's maybe got Sailor Jupiter's hair.
2: Uh, yeah, maybe that's maybe I was getting a little bit everything all mixed up it was the bow that really was catching it was like triggering something in my brain
0: instead of that we find out that uh she she was a former student of this is very same middle school that usagi and her friends go to and that she was discovered what? in this very town we oh, tokyo know.
2: and speaking of 1997 yahooing internet
1: <laughs> oh, yes. yes this I is what was. i wanted to talk about
2: it was amazing Please. This is the most amazing sequence. The fact that he Googles how much she makes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not only that,
1: Uh, Umino rolls in. With a the same poster that was in the drugstore, which is great because he's like, hey, check out my new poster. And you saw he's like, did you steal that from a drugstore? (laughs) (laughs) Because she thinks that is literally the only place that they have this poster. Well,
0: in her defense, it's pretty lame to be like, I joined your fan club and you sent me an advertisement for an energy
1: drink. But but that's not that's not what he did. He says, I ordered it over the Internet. (laughs) I ordered it. Now, this is 1992. (laughs) hmm mm-hmm. how like how he's where real, is he going to order this uh, over the internet uh, uh alt mecon i don't know yeah he's like dialing up a bbs and like giving his <laughs> like, like giving credit card information over it he's on the, the prodigy <laughs> uh Mekan board it, it, he so he, he busts out his laptop and he does a search, and he like it's amazing because he just gets a bunch of text, and yeah, it ha- and it has her monthly income yep. listed, <laughs> yeah. as well as her age and the number of commercials she has been in. <laughs> oh my god. It's
2: It's so weird.
0: It really is so amazing. So all the girls are immediately like, oh my God, well, Molly goes, Molly. Naru goes, uh, oh, so that means uh, I could get lucky and and get discovered as well. And they're all just like, oh my God, they would totally discover me any second. Uh, To which uh, Yumino decides, no, you're all ugly. (laughs) There's a reason they didn't pick you. Uh, The only one of you who's going to become a superstar is Usagi, um, because he has a massive crush on her. Uh, To which she's like, cool
1: i'm gonna be a star (laughs) well look look he is a hundred percent correct though like there's nothing special about naru (laughs) no naru's not a moon princess (laughs) poor naru (laughs) this this girl with the the sharp haircut from the from two weeks ago she's not a moon princess no no. there's only one of them in there who has 12 foot blonde hair there's only one of them in there who looks like a protagonist. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Umino's Red Manga. Uh, so that, like, there's so much weird in this episode. So we cut to the TV studio oh. and they say there's about to be a new series. Uh, this is in the, the subtitles on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It says there's going to be a new series called Rock, Paper, Scissors with Mikan. <laughs> it's a game show. Clearly.
0: What? What would that show be like? You play rock, paper, scissors for money. That's it. Yep. I think it's a cop drama. Oh. <laughs> is that their all their last names? Yeah.
1: Like they're yeah. triple partners for some reason. It's it's like it's like uh, she plays like Harriet Rock. And then there's like John Paper, <laughs> Bill Scissors, Sergeant, yeah, uh, is- yeah, Bill Scissors. Look, look, we didn't rehearse this. Give me time.
2: I I really appreciate Harriet Rock though.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, it's Sergeant Scissors who gives them their orders. Is all.
1: Uh so oh no there, or is it one of those situations
0: where it's like <laughs> scissors is in charge of paper and paper is in charge of <laughs>
1: uh, if you have ideas about uh if you have ideas about what the television show rock paper scissors with Mikan is uh t- we don't have an email address set up for the show i don't think just shoot it to us on twitter yep or put it in an itunes review i guess yeah we'll find it um so uh, but the weirdest thing about this is that she's coming out and signing autographs. They've just announced her new TV show. Uh, and Jedite is just hanging out. Yeah,
2: he's just there.
0: No. You, you, again, you're oversimplifying. He is creepy creepering.
2: Yes. He is in
0: full well, trench coat That's sunglasses. pretty much a given
2: with him, though. It's not. He doesn't. <laughs> there's nothing else. There's no other thing that he does except for creep around. He
0: does. He literally walks the streets going, where's some energy? Yeah. Everybody excited today.
1: Like, he has, like, Queen Beryl is, she is well within her rights to kick this dude to the curb. Yeah. uh, The the charge of the Far East operations for the Dark Kingdom. Spoiler. Because he is literally like, he did not expect the Chanelas to fail. (laughs) No. He thought all of these
0: were going to Well, and not to mention, we're not even talking about the fact that He's not finding the silver crystal, but side note.
1: Yeah. So I like to imagine that Jedi is just literally like in a trench coat with his gl- with dis- his disguise consists of a beige trench coat and red rimmed glasses. <laughs> and he's just like he's got Sally Jesse Raphael's glasses on from the 90s and he's just walking around uh, Tokyo wait, like. Waiting to run into a new business, (laughs) yes, that he can that he can use for evil purposes.
2: That he can like pyramid scheme (laughs) into energy and maybe like make some money along the way.
1: Yeah, and he like we get a real tight close up and he's on him and he's like, I can use this energy. Yeah, okay, I can use this. (laughs) Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to have uh, this brand new uh, star who makes two million yen a month attacked in her shower later, (laughs) but we'll get to that.
2: Oh, so creepy like why it's so
0: creepy is that the next scene or no we're, we're, no,
1: we're, no, no no the uh, next scene is the scene that i that we're going to be talking scene. about for about oh, a half the it's scene. the scene okay here we go here we go go ahead uh naru and isagi are over at Isagi's. oh
0: no this is not the scene this is a scene oh, this is not the scene of the yes. episode for me i'm sorry it's this is oh, it scene. is for me
2: it's it is Chris's scene. OK,
1: let's hear it. OK, yeah, this is this is the scene I am obsessed with, please, because Naru and Yusagi, they're going to be, they want to become an overnight sensation uh, like Mikan, who they're now referring to as Cinderella, because she is a Cinderella story. She went from rags to riches, by which they mean a, a fairly affluent middle <laughs> class <laughs> uh, middle school. Directly to starring on the new cop drama Rock Paper Scissors. When, when I when
0: I watched this with my wife, uh, I, I, she she was like a couple of minutes into this, she was like, "Do the Japanese not understand the story of Cinderella? <laughs> because they are obsessed with her in this episode, and she's not." A celebrity, guys. Like that's not what happened.
1: She did not get her own show. Well, also <laughs> there's, a, I, there's a great line later about it.
2: I I really appreciate that they keep saying, like, I want to be Cinderella. I can't wait to be Cinderella. And I was like, <laughs> Cinderella's life was pretty crappy. Yeah. Well, I mean they're saying that they're like a stretch, stretch is, of time. Yeah, and they're you saw it has two
1: loving parents. Yeah. <laughs> and and one little brother. But no, <laughs> like, I
2: get what it's they're torture. saying.
0: No, overnight celebrity. I mean, but that's the thing. She wasn't an overnight celebrity. She went from
1: a a, a poor girl to rich. Yeah, it's literally where we get that phrase. Jordan, come on, give him some credit.
0: I was going to say poor to rich, but I guess rags to riches makes a little bit more sense. (laughs) Well,
1: there's a thing that comes up later where I mean, Jedi's whole plan is to go around with the Cinderella caravan, yes, with the idea being that they're gonna. It's basically like a traveling carnival that's also American Idol. Oh, so he nailed it! Pick, yeah, they're they're gonna drive around in an RV and and pick people to become the next big star, oh, like with you, you just blew, you just cracked, blew my mind because that you just revealed that the
0: problem with Jedi's plan was not. That it was a bad plan. The problem was he did it fake and did it with, with like magic rays that confused people. If he had just straight up done American Idol before American Idol, he yeah. would have gotten all the energy. That's a really good point. It
1: would have worked. Well, I, I, we will get to that because there, it is an extremely problematic plan on <laughs> literally every level. But in this okay, scene, all right, let's go back. Usagi yeah. and Naru have decided that they want to become an overnight sensation. So the way that they are going to do this is by learning to sing a song that already exists and was recorded by someone else. <laughs> and, now, and do a dance routine. And do a dance routine. Now, this song, I have watched this section of the show eight times because... Wow. This it, it is dedication. It is bonkers. It, it, reason number one, it's the theme song to Sailor Moon. Yes.
2: I kept, I was like this is the theme song right that we're <laughs> listening to right now yes this is crazy
1: reason number two is that there are two sets of lyrics that are they're mostly the same but now now it, jordan you watched the american dub
0: i i watched the american
1: dub the 92 the
0: 90s dub and i did watch it for this one uh, just this week as well yes
1: okay did you happen to catch what the lyrics to the song are they in sing the original dub. in the american dub
0: they sing the straight up sailor moon song again
1: Except. Okay, so it's fighting evil by moonlight,
0: yes. winning love by daylight. They just okay. never get to the Sailor Moon part.
1: Right. Which makes, like, a little like, bit of sense. sense. Uh, now, but oh, wait, wait, let me also say I'm going to come back around to this and blow your minds in a second. Oh. But okay. please go
0: on. Well, all I was going to say was they also do it the crappiest version possible. Because while in the original version, it's, they're singing along with music, you know, because it's the theme song and they've got the music and everything. The American dub, they have this, like, stripped down, crappy, in the background, and they are singing completely <laughs> out of time beat. with it. <laughs> completely out of time, one hundred percent out of time with it. And I have, I was like, why does it sound so bad? Uh, your, your food's done.
2: Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> go and ahead, your go birds ahead.
0: are tweeting. Are you cooking a bird? What? I heard a bird tweeting. No. Okay, I guess I'm mental. Sorry. Uh, so that was it was it's terrible in the dub. Uh, so Chris, tell okay. us about it now. Blows our minds.
1: Okay, so here's what they say in the uh, the subtitles in the Japanese version that's on Hulu right now. Here are the lyrics. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't be honest with you. I'll tell you in a dream just before my thought circuits short out. <laughs> I want to see you right this moment. That's the first verse. The second <laughs> verse starts. Uh, guided by the moonlight, we meet over and over again. Uh, and then. Yusagi steps on Naru's foot and the song ends. But they do mention the moonlight in there. That is an important thing. The version that's in the new dub is even weirder (laughs) because you would think they have the lyrics, right? Yeah. But they've changed the lyrics. It's mostly the same, but I guess they changed it to fit the rhythm of the song better. But it ends up sounding like somewhat like a madman wrote it let's hear like it this is like <laughs> someone muttering to themselves on the street here's how it starts off it took me forever to realize this is what they were saying it starts off with gomen ne," which is i'm sorry in japanese which is what they say to start off the english dub uh Gomen ne." it's hard for me to say although it's easy to say it in my dreams my thought circuit is about to freak out <laughs> <laughs> you know, right now, I want you with me. Oh my god! Uh, and then the second verse starts: the moonlight guides us to our destination, dear. Time and again, we'll find each other. Oh. Now, again, more or less the same thing, but just like thought circuits. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand thought circuits. And <laughs> well, I don't understand my thought circuits. About to freak out. <laughs> well,
0: spoiler for later in the series: Sailor Moon is a robot. Oh. <laughs>
2: now not, not really. Not I really, really. did Here's enjoy the all the, thought, yeah. the 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 my, the thought circuits. Because that's in the the sub, right?
0: Yeah. That yes. was the
2: best part. That was the best part.
0: I will say, to me, the best part was how adorably terrible they sang. Like, they nailed bad singing.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: They're really bad. It was kind of awesome how bad they were. And, and even Shingo, like, between verses, Shingo, like, sticks his head in and goes, what is that awful noise? <laughs> uh, here's the part where I'm going to blow your mind. All right. Now, you might be wondering, what is this song? Why does Usagi have it? Why has it already been recorded? Why is it also the theme song to the program we are watching? So strange. Sure, yes. This is the song. This is my theory. This is the song that was written at the end of the last episode. This is the song <gasps> that out. Yusuke writes about Sailor Moon. That's oh why it's God. the theme song to the show. Well, it, it, I just blew your mind. I don't. You think it's jazz? Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I think it's just his terrible... Like, like We're going to look back on Yusuke's career and feel like, man, remember when he released that really awful pop song about robots <laughs> being in love? <laughs>
0: you know what? I'm on board.
1: I love yeah. it. I think it's perfect.
0: I am 100% on board with that.
1: Like I said, I I have thought a lot about what is going on <laughs> in this scene. Also it's worth noting that Naru and Yusagi are doing completely different dance moves oh. <laughs> from each other, which is great. The whole I mean, well, they didn't plan it. Uh can you explain the tennis thing to me, anyone? Uh the thing where Yusagi has a tennis racket that she's
0: waving around the closest i could get is that naru says something like we're gonna storm the pop world or something and she's like all right and grabs a tennis racket and like gets ready and it's like no not no not like that but i don't get it i I just don't get it
1: i i am at as much of a loss with this one as i am with that pudding what i Wait, what?
0: That was from a different episode. There was she, uh, 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 Luna said, "I have to keep looking for the Moon Princess." And she goes, "Moon pudding?" It, it was like, "What?" No, I said princess. She
2: just hears the word pudding every. She just hears dessert and in any context she hears dessert. Yeah, it's funny that you guys are talking about the tennis racket because I'm to the point with 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 these episodes where things happen and I'm like, "Yeah, okay." That's totally normal. That's not weird. I
0: mean, sure, if we weren't doing a show where we discuss every aspect of it, I probably wouldn't have worried about it, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Janine.
2: No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, even the weirdest stuff seems like, yeah, sure, I'll go with this. That seems normal. It has
1: to be something where Naru said something that sounded like the word tennis. It must have been, yeah, I guess. It could be a pun.
0: So so where do we go from oh so then then as you said they're dancing yusagi steps on naru's foot uh starts calling her names they all do they start catfighting.
1: and yeah uh, they do that they do the thing that friends do right when they when they don't get along from now well, on mostly on television from now on we're rivals she says
2: yeah that's this is how this is what girls do yeah
0: okay good confirmed by an actual girl so it works
2: that
1: makes sense. Uh, it's also at this point where uh, this is not one of the better animated episodes. I mean, it's fine, but there's a shot where, uh, like, right from here, uh, Naru goes home and Yusagi goes to sit in her living room with her family watching TV. This is the scene. And we get a, a profile shot and uh, Yusagi's eyes, like, are just way out of proportion. Like, it is, it is, th- I think this might be the shot that influenced Sailor Moon Crystal more than <laughs> anything else. Uh. Uh, but it's like, yeah, like you can tell which ones have like really nice animation and which ones don't. And this one kind of falls into the ladder. Like uh, even Naru's uh, rehearsal outfit is uh, recycled from a previous episode. Oh, uh, like wow. Yusagi gets a new one, though. So that's nice.
0: This to me is what this episode is all about. This is the scene of the episode. <laughs> so Yusagi is sitting in her uh, in her living room, as you said, sulking. And her family is uh, happily watching TV and they're watching a delightful program. Where someone has trained a monkey, or an ape, probably an ape, to mimic human behavior. <laughs> 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 to which, uh, so, so the person says to the monkey, act sorry. <laughs> and the monkey acts sorry. You can tell from his body language, he seems very sorry. Very contrite. <laughs> and so, Mr. Tsukino says, oh, ho, ho, that's so funny. Luna... You should try that. And Luna gives this complete, like, fucking
1: no. <laughs> <look>. <laughs> she basically uh, cusses at uh, Papa in cat language. Yes, yeah. She's like wow, this, this total
0: look of dismissiveness. Um, but Yusagi doesn't see that. All she sees is the brilliance of this idea, and goes, "You've, you've, you've done it again, Father. You're a genius." Uh, she grabs Luna, and Luna spazzes out. She runs out of the room. Uh, cut to a moment later, you find uh, a little while later, you find out, yes, yeah, she's trying to do, she's doing the exact act. <laughs> she's saying to Luna, act sorry, Luna. And Luna <laughs> standing on and her hind she legs. She doesn't. Yeah, she's just doing it. She's standing on her hind legs. She puts her arm out and it just like look, looks so sad. <laughs> it's like, Oh, oh, I'm so now, sorry. It here is,
1: is my <laughs> problem with this plan. It's terrible. It's it's terrible. It, look, it is very impressive to make a cat act like it has people emotions, and also Luna is standing on two legs and then kind of leaning over on a counter looking sad. That's very impressive. Do you know what is? Do you know what is less impressive than? What a fucking talking cat. <laughs> so, I Why, mean, like. You thought you could just be like, hey, I am the greatest ventriloquist alive. Yeah. Watch this. Or even if Luna won't talk on stage. Luna is a freaking person with a mind that understands all of this stuff. Luna can do math. (laughs) Anything. Luna (laughs) can also backflip and produce magic items.
0: Yeah, Yusagi could literally be like, uh, name any item in this room, (sighs) random person, and they do it and Luna goes to it. Like anything. She understands. Now, okay. Instead, (laughs) she decides I'm going to steal the direct act of that I saw a monkey do, that exact thing.
2: Well, that act was on TV, Jordan. (laughs) There wasn't any talking cats or cats that could do math jerks on TV. There was a monkey acting sorry.
0: Oh, man. Now, let me me point out. uh, So, as I said, I watched the original dub. And if you look at the picture of Luna, this will make sense to you as well. Uh, In the original dub, (laughs) there is no act sorry. Uh, What we have instead is Luna is... Doing that pose because she is dead tired because <laughs> Serena has been making her sing and dance.
1: What? <laughs> see, see but that is a that is a much better plan. It's a much better plan. Luna is sitting there going like, oh, oh, oh god, it's terrible having to dance and, and, and sing like, like, like this. That, that pose that she's in, like, it works for sorry, but it also works really well for like, I've had enough of your shit. Just uh, uh, ugh, <laughs> ugh. It's the saddest little pose ever. And by the way, I like, this is
0: totally the screenshot for this episode because it is, yeah, so I, it's been in my head. Not I, me and
1: my wife have been doing act sorry to each other like all the time. It is the best <laughs> thing in the world. It's pretty amazing. And if, like, you can go to the website, which is a uh, wax-work.com slash sailor. And you can see all of the uh, pictures that we have put up for the episodes like that. And like, uh, luna's drawing of fat yusaki (laughs) which is so mean and and luna getting kicked by 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 well i want to say sammy by
0: um shingo Shingo. right 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 oh this is the best picture ever it's pretty it's pretty great (laughs) okay (laughs) all right so that to me is the scene of the episode just because i love act sorry so 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 much
1: so that's so that's usagi's act <laughs> making a cat act like it has people feelings <laughs> which she which is does. less impressive than what the cat actually does <laughs> here's oh naru's act oh even oh better. my
2: god the same
1: duet that she was and, and again here's what i can understand when they when they leave uh luna's like well i guess i'll just uh I guess I'll just pretend to, or I guess I'll just uh, become Cinderella by myself. And Yusagi's like, yeah, I'm going to become Cinderella by myself too. Now (laughs) Yusagi immediately goes for her cat. Uh, (laughs) But Luna or, or, or Naru I'm getting so confused by this episode. Yeah, you said but, Luna was going to be Cinderella for a second there. You meant yeah, Naru. Naru apparently Naru doesn't have faith in herself as a soloist? Like she only thinks her voice works in a duet? Or any of her other girlfriends all of there's, whom think they can be stars? There's a there's that really severe-looking young lady. Sure. There's there's the the girl with the curly hair. But no, she gets uh Melvin to come over, Umino, <laughs> and, and dresses him as a grandma.
2: Why? This it doesn't make any sense. It like I, 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 I really do not understand. It
1: is it. He is wearing the Chanel suit that Marge gets in that one episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> It is a, a pink skirt suit it's, with a big blue brooch on it. It's bad enough ridiculous.
0: to just bring, to make Melvin be the one to do it with you. Why dress him as a woman? It,
2: I don't know. And why when he's like, why do I have to dress like this? And and she's like, Oh, well, I mean, Usagi would really like it. I bet I bet she'd like you more if you had like better social skills. And he was like, Oh, you're probably right. Thanks a lot. You're a real good friend. Thank you. This makes zero sense.
1: None. The, 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 yeah, Usagi said she you'd be more attractive if you dressed as Jackie Onassis. <laughs> <laughs> the closest you get to an
0: explanation is when she's thinking to herself, Something like maybe a Beauty and the Beast act will, will... Oh, right, right. So, like, that she was like, let me find the ugliest person I can get to sing this with me, so that, I mean, maybe. That's the only explanation that makes any sense, and it doesn't make any sense. I um, feel
1: like I feel like maybe Umino was the only one who would do it. Yeah, like Because sure. like, Naru and Usagi are best friends, ostensibly, yeah. un- until those other four girls show up, and we never see Naru again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Maybe it's like, well, look, if I can't do this with my best friend, like, I don't even know the names of those other two girls we were talking <laughs> about diets with. Maybe I can get Umino to do it. And, and Or, alternately, there are only three students at that school with names. And Possibly. so Umino's got to be part of the act because there's nobody left.
0: I, th- another thing uh, that's different in the American version, which I actually think works almost better in the American version, is that... The part there where she says, Um, Usagi would like you. And he goes, Oh, Usagi would like me. Uh, 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 and does a million poses. Um, during that part, she says something about him like being really talented or something. And he's like, Oh, do you think so? I've already got an, a speech prepared and he's acting out winning an award. So when he's doing that like arms clenched to himself, like smiling thing, he's going like, I'd like to thank the academy. And like,
1: <laughs> which I thought was kind of fun and cute. But he's still like, he's still in. A grandma dress right yes. oh yeah no <laughs> they still dress like 1958 lois lane he is 100
0: right? cross-dressing in the american dub of this so you can't kick a cat <laughs> but you can dress like a woman if you're a boy
1: okay hey very very progressive of deke i think, I think sure look i am sure. i am Wolf way more a
2: progressive
1: i am i am way more pro uh middle school transvestism than i am uh, animal cruelty well so. sure. who's not <laughs> So, Mekan is showering for a really long time. <laughs> some of which shots are not in the
0: American dub. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, shocking. really? Of course. Oh, yeah, the the one where you see her silhouette very clearly through the shower curtain. Yeah, that's not in there.
2: That's uh, so crazy.
0: Is it? <laughs> is it crazy <laughs> to cut some of the shower scene out of the,
2: the children's cartoon? I guess. I feel like I, I don't would, remember it being that long.
1: It, it would be less of the... the uh the silhouette behind the shower curtain scene that bothers me and more that shot of her at the bottom of the tub yeah i agree actually i really actually found myself they do
0: go ahead very creeped out by that they show that but very briefly because but they kind of need to show that to show that she's bound you know like yeah he got her
1: (laughs) right because we don't well otherwise what do you know we want to make sure we establish the bondage she might be dead otherwise I guess I like I guess that makes sense that they would want to show it so that they so that it's not like, oh, Mikan got killed. Right. But like it is a it, <laughs> it is it is something you don't see that much skin there because it's all covered in goop. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. A, a monster. Then this monster design is even weird. a shiny green monster with a white mohawk. It's kind of terrible, oh. actually. I, I'm not a fan of this
0: one. Plus, the fact that it shoots—well, le- what I just described as goop—but the way it looks when it's happening is not goopy. It looks like a beam, or maybe ropes, or something. And then, yeah. and then later we'll see it crystallizes into what the monster literally calls glass, uh, even though it kind of looks like I like it's it's confusing and weird. I'm not. Yeah, I
1: don't think this is the best monster. Yeah, it looks to me like in this scene, it looks like when the, how they always do like spider webs, right. uh, except they're oh, like yeah. these really. Thick spider webs made of green latex. Uh, The weirdest thing about this is that the monster is like this green glass monster with a white mohawk wearing a strapless violet evening (laughs) gown (laughs) and no shoes. It's so weird. It is weird. Uh, And this is like, this is very clearly... Um, It it feels to me like someone trying to uh, ape Naoko Takeuchi's designs, because we talked about how all of the villains are very fashion influenced in Takeuchi's designs. Uh, But the show villains get really far away from that, really, you know, because obviously, you know, this is episode seven. The next story is chapter two of the manga. Yeah. So we're not going, you know, we, we're we well off the rails in terms of st- adapting stuff from the manga at this point. Uh, and so it's like they just made a weird monster and they were like, make it a lady and put it in a dress. That's good enough. <laughs>
0: so uh, is the next scene? Oh, gosh. The next scene is the announcement of the contest, right?
1: Right. Uh, the monster turns into Mikan. Yep. Now Jedi has control of this brand new superstar. And... Uh, He is announcing he has become a carnival barker on the side of the road at this with this, you know, flatbed truck that they're driving around as the Cinderella caravan. And he's saying, you and you and you, you can be like Mikan Chiratori. You can transform your life like a Cinderella.
2: (laughs) Do you think let me ask you a question when these plans that he have never work out. (laughs) And he goes back to Queen Beryl. Does she ever? I I just picture her being like, "All right, so let's talk about what went wrong. What what happened?" (laughs) And he's right, and he's like explaining to her, like, "Okay, well, you know, so I had this monster, and you know, she like imprisoned the famous girl, so that I could then." make a, a like a doppelganger of the famous girl and she'll make people want to be famous uh who already want to be famous but they'll want to be famous more yeah and is beryl just sitting there like mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. well yeah i mean i don't see how that could have gone wrong it really <laughs> sounds great she's too busy swirling her crystal ball to like
1: deal with that i I think, like, I would watch that show. I would, I would love to see the show where the perspectives are switched, so we get to see the Dark Kingdom and then only see Usagi like relatively rarely. I also want to see the expense reports. Oh, God. Yeah, I want well, Green Barrel's accountant to show up and be like, "Listen, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa! I know we've cut the budget since uh, the Dark Talent Agency was literally buying." television stations and radio stations, but you've got to talk to Jedi. We've got like a five day truck rental. We've got, (laughs) we've got audio equipment, but you know what? Here's the thing. Like, I, I money, 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 like they could brainwash
0: people. The thing about this episode is I want to see the expense budget of energy. How much energy do they have to spend to send out hypno rays all the time to then convince people to give them
1: their energy? Yeah, but there's like no magic going on in this episode. It's literally like beams coming out of a satellite dish, but it's like I mean, it does not seem like I mean, it's clearly I mean, it's weird, magical magic, hypno beams, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's coming out of a, a technological thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's
0: gibberish. So this is the scene with the so 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 they're announcing this thing. Like you said, beams are coming out of the satellite dish and everybody's going, oh, yeah, I I super want to be famous. I super want to be famous. Again, they already did. But now they super do. And um, a (laughs) cough comes out. It goes, what are you all doing here? (laughs) And uh, her manager comes out and goes, what? How? Why are you here? What happened to your stuff? You had all these things going on. And they both get hit with it and become obsessed with becoming stars. The cop starts doing handstands and the agent does kicks, split kicks, weird things. Uh, and they both would like to be superstars as well. So it works on everybody, not just uh, young girls. Yeah. And the weird. <sighs> but like, they are the only ones who we see it work. On. I mean, yeah, it's a very small scale operation. this this way.
1: And, and the weird thing is everybody kind of gets the sleepy eyes, yep. right? Yep. Like everybody, everybody. kind of gets the... Uh... Low the, uh, we're having our energy sucked up. Oh, but like everybody's still like walking around, going to school, practicing their acts. I just like, remembered that it started with an energy drink,
0: and now they're stealing their energy. That's yeah, but but the writing. energy drink isn't a negiverse plot. No, no, <laughs> but just, that's what I <laughs> it's just an energy drink. <laughs> it's maybe it is. That's all Maybe I'm that's saying. just
2: maybe it's like it's a slow burn project. <laughs> That he has. (laughs) They should just buy
0: the energy drink. Yeah. The Negaverse should. I mean, and just drink it.
2: Look, there are a million
1: ways to get the result they want. (laughs) (laughs) They just like buy out a truck of Red Bull
0: and they're like, we got this. Here you go uh, <laughs> queen barrel all the energy my question you need. is
1: like I- in previous episodes we've seen that when people have their energy sucked up by the negiverse they go comatose yeah no not in this like time they either. are they are jacked up hard well it happens to them later yeah but like in like they're still just like kind of walking around and they go like oh this cop's going to do a handstand like <laughs> our plan is coming to fruition <laughs> But like the cops said, are doing gymnastics this is their
0: slow burn plan where they're like they're, we're going to get a little energy now they're going to get all worked up and then we're going to do a big show with no audience and they're going to spend the energy and it's going to go straight into our coffers
1: um, so okay so How many jewels are they getting out of these kids that's that's the science we need to know um, so, so okay. that memory shows up and is a friggin' asshole no 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 wait you forgot the Luna scene. Oh yeah, I actually j- did just screen cap that scene because it's so great. So Luna and S- so Serena's
0: running along going, "Let's get to the thing. Let's get to the thing." And Luna is like, "I'm not doing this.
1: I am This is ridiculous." <laughs> she, she lays down in the middle of the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, she just goes, lays
0: down and goes, "I'm not really going <laughs>
1: <want to." laughs>
0: Uh, I'm, I'm done. And she sounds, again, she sounds so, like, she and looks so defeated and beat and just like, uh, uh, what have you done to me? And she basically says, look, I played along because I, I thought, like, you needed to have some fun. And, and Usagi's like, yep, sure do. And she's like, but... <laughs> <laughs> but... But it's nonsense, and you're not going to be a star. You've got Sailor Moon. You've got Sailor Business to do. She doesn't actually say that. You've got Sailor Moon stuff going on. That's a big deal. That's far more important. And, she, and and I think you're you're really trying to become famous, and I don't want you to. And Yusagi's like, no, I'm not trying to become famous. And she's like, you are. Admit it. And Yusagi, like, cries. And Yusagi says the best line in the world, which is, as she runs away from Luna, you don't understand the innocent dreams of young girls. <laughs>
1: Uh, I gotta, I gotta correct you. Oh, Jordan, I'm sorry. That's was- not even the best line in this episode. Okay, all right. It's a pretty. We're good getting memory. to it though. All right, let's hear it's it. Let's hear it.
0: Amazing. Because then she runs into, she doesn't run into Memoir. She sees Memoir up ahead and goes Gugh. and hides in an alley.
1: Yeah, she sees Memoru. <laughs> she turns around and goes and hides, and he just like saunters up. And yeah. Like, well, 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 Miss Bunhead, you're gonna go yeah. do something <laughs> stupid again. <laughs> like oh. Fuck this guy. <laughs> what an oh. asshole. Such an asshole.
0: But here's the thing. So she's immediately reacts to him poorly, obviously. And he's he's, you know, teasing her. But the teasing. But when he Yes. Yes, teasing. Because when she runs away. The okay. Look, being a dick. After him being Thank a you, quote unquote, dick. The look he gives her is yeah. so
2: so creepy. No, creepy
0: the word that you're looking for. A hundred percent into her, though. He's like, no, it is It is.
1: It so is really. a super dick move because she literally goes, "Stop! You're, you're being a jerk. Stop talking to me. I don't want to talk to you." And walks away. And there's a close-up on him. He's like, "Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, got her. So cool. You're like, uh, what they're destined a, what to be together. bag." It's going to be all right. She'll forgive me. So like, I hate him. Like, I I don't remember. Like, I remember thinking Tuxedo Mask was kind of useless when I was watching this as a teenager. But like watching this as an adult, I'm like, he's such a jerk. And she's a a 14 year old girl. Who's constantly getting street harassed by this dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, but it's okay because they're because they're moon lovers. Yeah, that's how it is. That's how it is sometimes. He's try-
0: basically he's trying again. He's trying to Beatrice and Benedict her, and she just doesn't know what that is. She's like, shut up. He's like, ah, oh, I've got a witty thing to say to you, and she's like, screw you. <laughs> uh it's the worst not uh, interested
1: <laughs> she should
0: yeah. be she'll be interested just wait motoki is
1: a much better love interest so your team motoki we know we know i am well look look i'm not though because we all know motoki has a girlfriend <laughs> that is also we're true. gonna get to her later yep Spoiler i am spo- i'm, I'm, I'm usagi doing it for herself i'm independent <laughs> woman usagi team yeah I'm, I'm into that
0: woman. well my notes say darian is so into her <laughs>
1: Well, your notes should say Darian's a friggin' jerk about it. Sure. All right, next scene. What's I'm going to go make a Darian hate page on Geocities. <laughs> oh, I'll be right no, back.
0: No, no!
1: <laughs> how will
0: they ever have their daughter and then granddaughter?
1: <laughs> oh, they're yeah, they're worst, the worst characters on the show. How, <laughs> how terrible. All right. Uh, so, yeah, we got back to the auditions at the Cinderella Caravan, which, again, is a traveling American Idol show. Yep uh and there are these girls uh do they show do they do the underwear
0: gag on the oh, american note? no they do a. they do another terrible joke i again i i don't even remember it because it's so bad but the underwear go- joke is already so bad it's so bad and, I, mean, well, I think the it's thing
2: supposed is, to be bad no but right? it's
0: not even bad like oh that corny old joke it's like they told it so poorly yeah they tell it wrong <laughs> which is weird they were like, uh there's a thing under there, and then they gave me a pair of underwear. And the reason they did that was because I, hearing them say under there, replied,
1: <laughs> underwear, and hence the confusion. It is it is a tortured it is a tortured uh labored version of that gag. So bad. And then they gave me these, and she holds up the underwear. It's like I do want to know what the joke is in Japanese, though. Uh, so if anybody oh, speaks Japanese and you watch this episode, I would I would be curious to know what the actual joke is, even if it. I'm sure it does not make any sense. I didn't even uh, think about that that didn't make sense. In well, way. yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm pretty sure under <laughs> their underwear. underwear are not a big uh, pun um, in, in the Japanese language, but I could be wrong. In addition, as each person gets uh, approved, she plays a little chime for some reason. No, no, yeah. She plays a chime with a mallet and then uses the mallet to stamp, to their, stamp hands. their hands. Stamp their hands. Which is so silly. So, uh, uh, Naru and Umino, they make it to round two. Of course. With their, with their song. Talent. uh, That they did not write. Uh, You're comparing it to American Idol. So that's, that's not saying. I mean, I guess that's true. It's just weird. Like, (laughs) like, it's fine if they want to sing like, uh, like a cover song for a talent show. I just think it's, it's weird that Usagi thought they were going to be an overnight sensation for that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
1: Like it's anyway. Uh, but back at school, because uh, Usagi was intimidated out of following her dreams by that asshole <laughs> Memoru, she is unaffected by the rays that make everybody forget what they're doing and focus on trying to become stars. And and this is a part that I don't understand because everybody acts super weird at school. And, and uh, Haruna is not there. Haruna's not in this episode. Yeah. I like to imagine Haruna is auditioning during <laughs> school because she is very sure. susceptible to these Negaverse plots. Everybody's hanging around in the classroom and Naru's practicing autographs. Umino's brought streamers. People are like practicing their acts. And I don't know if this is supposed to be a side effect of the Dark Kingdom's plot, like the the rays, or if this is supposed to be... Just something natural that kids are doing. Because Luna talks about it being strange and that people all over town are neglecting their duties. But I don't understand what the negaverse would get out of that. Like they have created a minor annoyance all over the Juban <laughs> district. Well, again, like I said, I think
0: it's that they're building, uh, like the idea that they're building up their energy. But no, it's really just a bad plot. <laughs> no, I think, that, I think, I definitely think this is the negaverse. I don't think that this is a cultural commentary on the the obsession with fame, uh, or at least not as much as it's a goofy negaverse plot.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't understand this plot. I don't understand what they are possibly gaining it's from It's terrible.
0: This. Well, uh, I mean, shortly thereafter, they're gaining uh, energy, but only very poorly.
1: Like, is the plot... <laughs> is the plot well, what, to get everybody to show up to the auditions because no because uh, again naru, this is not well, these but, aren't the auditions those were the auditions well, they're over well, when naru and melvin do their do their act at school like they they get on a like a stage that appears out of nowhere and looks like a like one of those um uh uh things you used to in a warehouse to pull things off the high shelves or to fix power lines oh, sure 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 they climb up on one of those and uh and do their act and then they say hey everybody don't forget to come to the shan, shan plaza for the big show the big talent show where we're gonna find out who's gonna be cinderella right me and this guy are going to be Cinderella. Right, it's the, to be cinderella. It's the show it's like, the show there are there if the idea is that they're gonna get everybody in one place and then blast them with this ray well and that's where they kind of here's the
0: other weird thing about that um i understand that all these performances are terrible but apparently no one likes these people either because no one comes to the show
1: no one comes everybody to the thinks show. they're gonna win the show
0: I no, no, part. no, no, no! Not everyone. I mean, you see the people in the show on the stage. They can't be like, everyone. Where are
2: their parents? Yeah,
0: exactly. No one comes to see this. Molly and Melvin go around going, "We're going to do this dance routine," and everybody goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we'll be there." <laughs> <laughs> and nobody comes
1: to see it because it's going to be that bad. Apparently. Well, my my big problem with this is that I don't I don't understand why they're going through all this trouble because if they have a ray that shoots out of a satellite dish and sucks up your energy and makes you stop doing your job do it first they don't they don't have to go on a whistle stop campaign tour to promote it they don't have to get a, their street team out there well, there are there are sporting events in Japan that I assure you are quite popular they just first. have to go to a stadium that's all they have to do he
0: didn't he didn't walk by a stadium randomly on his where's the energy walk at the beginning they of the day they could have gone
1: they could have gone to the the uh, the live studio audience taping of the first episode of Rock, Paper, Scissors with Mikan. <laughs> That's true. That he could have done. I mean, but also, you're right. Like, the specifics of the plot
0: specifically don't make sense because, again, they don't draw anyone new to the show. The same people are at the show as we're at the auditions. So why do a show? Just say, you're at the
1: auditions. And it's not a show. Well, they
2: don't even want it to be a show. Yeah. They they make
1: imaginary people with a disco ball. (laughs) So, so, yeah. We'll
0: we'll get to it. So, so, so Serena goes to the show. Usagi goes to the show because they're, they're so, so suspicious of what's going on. And she literally walks in and goes, there's nobody here. There's this, this show is empty. Uh, meanwhile, up on the stage, all the performers are getting ready in a giant mass of people uh, about to perform all at once. All at the same
2: time. The same time. <laughs> the wor- oh, wait. <laughs> this is the part at which, wh- before it starts, uh, Luna says, oh, Do you think it's a monster? <laughs> <laughs> it could just be It's crazy probably people. a monster, right? And Usagi's like, Yeah, probably. And she's right. right. And she's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I do love that they have already kind of realized the formula of the show. It's like, yeah, yes, Yusagi, of course it's a monster. There are people acting weird, and there's an audience full of weird indigo silhouettes. And a bunch of people doing yoga on stage while people are trying to sing.
0: Well, they don't see the the people because they, they still they think it's an empty
1: place. But yeah, everybody's oh, that, doing their- That shot of the audience, though, like the, the weird, creepy audience that yeah. comes out of a disco ball is creepy. They're like weird aliens or something, yeah. It is super oh. weird.
2: It is not as creepy as- What we're about to talk
0: about? Yeah, say it. Say it.
2: When- it, 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 Mikan turns her head completely around to look at them. With a monster. Right? Yeah, When the the monster like is there in the front row. And then completely turns her head around 180 degrees. And it's actually really creepy and bucked up. Which
0: is why Serena
1: immediately runs and locks herself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. well, there's there's a couple things about this. Um, That is creepy, but it's not as creepy when, when Naru's mom does it in the first episode. And it's like the, the exact same thing. It's pretty creepy. It, no, it's pretty creepy. The, the creepiest thing is that the monster still has Mikan's uh, yes. hair. That's, yes. that's yes. what it is. Yes. That's what it is. It's the uh, monster dressed as a little girl. I like that a lot. Uh, the best thing about this scene, though, is that the bathrooms, uh, there's a ladies room and a men's room. And the signs are a high-heeled shoe and a top hat. Yep. So it's, it a is, fancy it is, it's, it's specifically Sailor Scouts in here, tuxedo masks in here.
0: <laughs> now, the monster does not chase her. For some reason uh, The monster just scares her off And goes Well good enough And yeah, she the monster, the monster has other shit to do So she hides in the bathroom Oh and I should mention My wife was like Why is Why is Serena Serena or Yusagi Why is Yusagi running From the monster When last episode She was super brave And smart And like Came up with a lot of stuff And I told her It was because I said because last episode She was beefed up On the idea of like Protecting love She was all about like I'm doing this in the, On my duty To protect love And in this episode She's just like oh, A bunch of people Are not doing a talent <laughs> Show. <laughs> Who cares? Like I got
1: no no fish in this uh, in this I fish think, race. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I got no fish in this race. Uh, do you think Usagi has like a specific phobia of the head turning thing? <laughs> it's the first scary thing because she ever saw. This is so. the, She's this is the most she has freaked out since the first episode. Oh yeah, yeah. Like and I love I love the shot of Luna calmly knocking on the bathroom door, <laughs> which is amazing. Then
0: again, she gets uh, Usagi to come back by going. Everybody's in danger. Like, you have to do this. She's like, all right. She comes back and she makes a little speech about probably, I don't remember exactly what she says, but probably something about how dare you take advantage of people wanting to become Cinderella.
1: Oh, I wrote it down. Oh, please, let's hear it. This is my favorite line <laughs> in the show so far. Let's hear it. She uh busts in on Mikan, who's sucking up all the energy into a button on her dress. And she says, uh, she, first of all, and there's a complex, like, stage. Thing. Oh, yeah, this is weird. like she causes the curtains to close and then open back up and she's in the spotlight. Who's running that spotlight? I, I asked <laughs> that as well. It must
0: have been Luna. And before yeah. that, it's something even weirder happens, which is every single performer falls over. So, okay, good, job done, right? Then the energy waves stop, which I, I as a viewer was like sensible. They all just died or fell over or whatever. And right? but but the monster freaks out. What why did the energy wave stop? And I'm like, A, it looked like it was the right thing to do. And B, how would Sailor Moon have stopped them?
1: What did she do? I don't know. Something. So here's what Usagi says while her complex uh, stage choreography is going on. She says, how dare you place fake glass slippers on the hearts of young (laughs) girls who dream of being Cinderella? There we go. There we go. That is amazing.
2: <laughs> That's right. It's so I great. forgot. That is amazing. Because first of all, you would think,
1: like, hearing that sentence, your brain goes, fake glass slippers on the feet. Fake glass slippers on the feet. And you're thinking that right up to the point where she says hearts. And you go, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> this is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> How dare you place fake glass slippers on the hearts of young girls and know. By the way, and that cop and that businessman. And
2: that businessman the the manager.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, uh who'd dream of being Cinderella. That shit is the bomb. Uh, uh. So then the monster attacks. Well, the monster jumps up on stage and uh, uh, Mikan, the monster uh, as Mikan is wearing like a, a, a little orange tutu dress. Like it's a really short, kind of poofy skirt. She's dressed like Ariana Grande. If anyone oh, out yeah. there is watches a lot of Nickelodeon like I do. Uh And then she like, you know, hulks out and blows the dress off and she's wearing (laughs) a much longer dress (laughs) underneath, which I always find amusing. Uh, And then they start fighting and uh, all the creepiness budget was blown on that one scene of the head turning around because the rest of this fight is not creepy at all. Because then
0: they do this gag where uh, Usagi hides in in the seats and she's crawling around on her hands and knees between the aisles of seats and the monster can't find her for some reason. Now there's this weird moment where she stops for a second and goes, Oh, Luna, you're, you're so not helpful in some situation, in situations like this or something. Uh, what's weird about this is in the moment, that moment in the American dub, for some reason, they decided to have Sailor Moon address the audience. (laughs) (laughs) No way. She, in the American version of that shot, she turns to the camera and goes, if anybody sees Luna, tell her i'm looking for her or something like that like <laughs> that is amazing she, she
1: tells it to you let luna know i need her help uh super weird uh that but- is that is like that is that is an instance where i will be like yes the original dub is vastly superior to what happens that is i would love to see more sailor moon fourth wall breaking <laughs>
0: So then she pops her head up over the seats, but then, oh, the monster's behind her. Monster hawks the blue loogie at her, which <laughs> turns her to a glass coating. She can't breathe. She's completely encased. And then what could possibly save her? Well, it's a, a rose <sighs> flying <laughs> the flying from the corner. Smash! The glass breaks. She's, she's fine. Uh, Tuxedo Mask says, uh,
1: you've got this now, uh, so I'm out. <laughs> i feel like i feel like the title of this episode should be uh janine Schaefer's heavy sigh <laughs> it's gonna be act sorry let's be honest that's that's
0: true um no but um so then again what i thought was funny about this is that once again Tuxino mask does the thing where he goes okay uh i helped peace and leaves <laughs> but the monster goes no way. I'm going after you. And it has a completely shifted focus off of Sailor Moon at this point and goes, I'm going to chase down this top hat dude who screwed up my plans, giving Sailor Moon the perfect opportunity to break off her tiara and annihilate this monster.
2: Well, also, though, at this point, so after this happens, then Luna just shows up and she's like, Oh, hey, is everything cool? <laughs> yep. All right, cool. It took me like, a long where, time to get
1: down here from the spotlight uh, yeah, that she I was, was operating. Like where was she? Spotlights. I All feel right. like that's literally the only plausible <laughs> explanation for what happens here is that Luna was actually operating the curtain and the spotlight. Serena was like, "You go up to the tech booth and make. Let's make this happen. We're gonna. We're gonna Luna, you've something. got your degree in uh, theater. <laughs> <laughs> you've got your degree in stage tech. You can. You can handle this, right? Like, I really want to make a dramatic entrance." And then what's, uh,
0: what's the, bu- oh, the button on the episode. So the button on the episode also, is Janine's favorite also, part. Oh, let's hear it.
1: Luna shows up to say, hey, use that finishing move that you've been doing yeah, for seven yeah. weeks now. Oh, right. That one. So oh, the- right. The one that kills the monsters. <laughs> yeah, the one-
0: oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Moon something. So then the button on the episode is, I think, Janine's favorite part, right, Janine?
2: It is my favorite part. Do you want to tell them what happened? When, so then at the end, they're back home and- Uh Usagi is like looking out the window and Luna says to her, act sorry. (laughs) And then she, she does it. Her hand on the, on the window and just, just looks so sad and it's the best. And then, and then the episode is over. Like it's just an amazing callback. (laughs) It's so great. They don't talk about anything that happened. Not
0: really. I mean, they, they talk a little bit before that, but not a ton
1: you saw he sorry. also looks up into the camera in that scene and like gives a little gives a little nod to the, to the viewer yeah, she sticks her tongue out she goes meh. um after she acts sorry she's like huh. Oh, uh i will say uh there is another pretty great moment like if if that was not the way this episode ends oh then i think my favorite moment in the show would be that we also get a shot of mikan <laughs> Waking up in her bathtub. Oh, that's right. Where she has been for several days. Uh, Right,
0: right, 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 right. I forgot about that. Forgot about that.
1: (laughs) Oh my god,
0: I
2: forgot about that.
0: I um, and I cannot remember, but I feel like she has a line in the American version. I can't remember what it is though. Like, I mean, something stupid. That's the no. I I was going to say that's the last time I. I don't even know what. But she I think she says something like, "What happened?" I don't remember. Fun times. So this was a, this was a, oh, uh, another notable thing about this episode. This is the first episode of the American dub, the original dub, to have a song, an original song in it, uh, which then ends up on the original song soundtrack. Uh, huh. What's weird about that is that it's completely not needed in the episode in any way, shape or form. It is not a song that they sing in, when Molly and Serena are, are dancing, like when that would have been sort of sensible. Just uh, as they're like getting ready, as as uh they're getting ready for the big show and they're all like warming up, there's a song playing in the background called I want to be a star. And uh, it becomes a song on the soundtrack, except that it's not exactly the same from the show to the soundtrack on the soundtrack. It is a song that is 100% written from the point of view of Sailor Moon. Um, It's a really silly song called I want to be a star. It's absolutely musically a really cheeseball ripoff of Vogue. Um, And uh, let me see. It has a part, a spoken section in the middle. Uh, Well, and that's just, she just says her Sailor Moon thing. But like, basically it's, yeah, it's a song about her singing about, she likes to dream about being a star. And at some point she's talking about uh, all around the world, she'll go giving shows from East to West with her sailor scouts. The best line in it being, I'm going to be the absolutely most famous teenage girl. Um, So Is
1: that, she's going to go, put on shows with her sailor scouts yep Yep. i mean i guess like i i was just looking at pictures from the sailor moon musical so i guess that is accurate (laughs) oh yeah good point (laughs) but i don't like that's i don't think she's supposed to think that's what her job is oh the spoken part
0: is on behalf of the moon i shall sing to fight to, to right wrongs and triumph over evil with my friends sailor venus jupiter mars and mercury We'll make the world a better place for all people. And she's going to do that by singing, apparently. I don't I don't know how, but there you are. Amazing.
2: Um,
1: wonderful. Uh, so, what have we learned from this episode of Sailor Moon? What life lessons have we learned? Janine Schaefer, Sailor Moon says, what?
2: Uh, becoming a star is hard work, obviously. Is
1: it? Is it? <laughs> so, I mean, I guess sometimes you get attacked in your shower by monsters and wake up. Four or five days later.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. To be fair, the one person who became a star, they just say she got discovered.
2: Oh well, fine. Then I guess I didn't learn anything.
0: <laughs> I, don't,
1: I don't think, I think anything. I uh, think.
0: Well, wait, hold on. But there, there's a way to make that work. Becoming a star is hard in the sense that it's not going to happen. <laughs> like that kind of it's hard. Not like for those who who achieve it, it was difficult work. But rather, most people try really hard and fail. Like
2: it's hard, and you'll you're. It's not going to happen. Yeah,
0: you're not going to become a star. Okay. So give up. Just forget it forget it oof it's a waste of energy yikes or find a cat you can train to act sorry and it's the cutest thing ever done
1: what did you guys learn uh jordan what did you
0: learn i mean i learned how to act sorry and i've been doing it all the time (laughs) i like lean over and look pathetic it's awesome
1: (laughs) uh i learned that if your thought circuits are about to freak out (laughs) you shouldn't be ashamed to express that emotion in song that's true sailor moon says
0: yay That was great. Yeah, it was great having you on the show. Oh, thanks, guys. I really, really liked it. Yeah, and
1: this is, like we said, uh, Jordan and I are both big fans, I think, of the, uh, the Sailor Moon solo stories at the beginning, where it's just Usagi and Luna running around fighting monsters. But that era is over with this episode. This is the final Usagi solo story next week. We will be watching uh, "The Girl Genius is a Monster," the brainwashing cram school of horror, which is a pretty amazing title, which introduces us to Amy Mizuno, aka Sailor Mercury. Yep, Spoiler. which will set us on the path of getting the whole team together. But we do just have uh, Sailor Mercury for a couple of episodes. I think it's only—I think it's only two episodes before we get to Ray really in uh, episode 10 yeah so things start to move really fast well we got uh seven
0: solo episodes and now 193 team <laughs> <up> episodes
1: <laughs> but we have we have uh those three for a really long time we have those three for uh let's see uh ray is introduced in episode 10 and then we don't get to uh makoto we have to go through the maxfield stanton saga oh yes. oh yes uh it's not till episode 25 that we get to uh, Sailor Jupiter showing up. So it is going to be a long... It is going to be a quick addition of the next two Scouts and then a long time of just those three, which is pretty fun uh, because we'll get to see those three bounce off each other in really cool ways. Uh, Janine, do you have any thoughts on the uh, Sailor Moon solo stories before we go?
2: Uh, I don't know. I I feel very... um... I feel very like protective of her just figuring out how to how to do this. And like, I don't know, being a it feels very innocent. Like it feels even more innocent than than the rest of the show. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because she really Um, is just learning. Yeah.
1: Do you think that this is uh, like seven episodes in? uh, Do you think that's like an appropriate, like a good amount of not appropriate, but like a good amount of time to focus on one character in what is ultimately going to become a, a big ensemble show? Or do you feel like there could have been more? Do you feel like they, because again, the manga and crystal uh, sailor Mercury is episode two of crystal. It's chapter two of the manga. So they show up really quick.
2: I don't know. Um, I I think about it. Like if this were, this were um, like an American TV show, I, I I'm trying to think if it would be like, would the addition of another sailor scout be the end of the first season? You know what I mean? Like how, How would it sort of be structured? And I can't I can't really decide because you want that other interplay to start bringing out different facets of everyone's personality. Um, But it is kind of fun having just her and Luna do stuff. But I mean, not if we get more episodes like this.
0: I <laughs> I don't think I've talked about the how I, how how many a million parallels I've I think there are between Sailor Moon and and Buffy cuz I really do no. feel like they start pretty much the same and they, they they follow a lot of the same patterns and they they get to a lot of the same big mark points as well. You know what I mean? They both start I mean again, they both start with a teenage girl who's the chosen one. She has a a, a boy best friend and a girl best friend uh, or or friend that she interacts with. Uh the boy is a loser. <laughs> There's a mysterious guy who comes around and saves her once in a while, and there's a British person who's overseeing her.
2: Oh my God, Giles would be so pissed <laughs> that he's a cat. Lute is yes. the best. <laughs>
1: there is it is like a really really strong pair. Like the the format that I always go to for for the influence on Buffy is is Spider Man because that's you know that's the teen superhero. Sure, they're all they they can all be traced back to him. Sure. But I do think uh, but yeah like Buffy and, it, and Sailor Moon a lot. It but, is Buffy started when 97 uh something like that, yeah.
0: I mean it was de- I think it was definitely after Sailor Moon came to America.
1: Oh yeah yeah. So it would have been like it would have been in the consciousness uh as at least the American dub. Uh, uh spoiler the the guy goes bad. <laughs> Another
0: spoiler, but, a girl shows up from out of nowhere and just joins the family. <laughs> And and Nobody's and no one thinks yeah, well, it's a sister <laughs> slash sister daughter situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of weird stuff where it's like, oh, okay.
2: Wow. <laughs> i can think of that
0: so anyway it's fun times we'll, well as we go forward we can keep that in mind yeah
1: well i think we'll, we'll see a lot of parallels there i mean uh,
0: and she puts the in buffy they talk about the scooby gang they put together but again that's very similar to the sailor scouts like she just rolls along and picks up friends
1: one of the one. one of the sidekicks already has magical powers
0: mm-hmm.
1: outside there you of, go. You know, nobody so. and i guess they do all become sailor scouts in buffy eventually after like yeah. seven years yeah
0: yeah over time
1: over time whatever so fun stuff uh, so
0: janine one last question before we go uh Obviously, we can't 100% promise anything, but is there anything that you'd like to come back for if you could onto the podcast?
2: Oh, gosh. I don't know. Like I said, I I mean, I haven't watched these, I haven't watched Sailor Moon in so long that I'm like kind of discovering it all over again now. And as we're talking about it, I'm like, oh, right, right, right. Like that's going to happen and those people are going to show up. Um, I don't know.
0: No, like favorite episodes that you can remember? I mean, if if not,
2: not that I can really think of off the top of my head. No, I mean, I love Jupiter.
1: Right. Cool. Cool. Uh, I will say, uh, I was talking to my girlfriend earlier today, and she has already called dibs on, uh, I guess it's the first appearance of, uh, of Rini, where she pulls a gun out on Usagi. <laughs> yep. She pulls out some heat. Uh, so she wants to be on for that one. Good time. So that one has already been dibs <laughs> for a year from now. <laughs> Uh, Janine, thank you so much for joining us. I I am so glad to have had you here for these two episodes. I hope you Uh, enjoyed it.
2: Oh, my gosh. I had so much fun. Thank you guys for having me. Uh,
1: If you could let everyone know where they can find you online, that would be excellent.
2: Uh, I am on Twitter at J9, the number nine, Schaefer, uh, S-C-H-A-E-F-E-R. And you can find me at my Tumblr, Hey KidsCats.tumblr.com about the intersection of comics fans and cats fans.
0: The musical cats
2: the musical cats no not the musical cats cats in general <laughs> fans of cats right cool um, you can
0: find me on twitter at crackshot with a zero for an o um, and in addition if, if it's alright for me to mention uh, I have recently restarted doing my, my other podcast which is uh, cast in wax it's like a comedy podcast in which I play a bunch of the well I play pretty much all of the hosts uh, and we just got back to a, a, a status quo where the world's been taken over by aliens and it's kind of terrible for everyone so it's real funny uh, hopefully you can check that
1: out. Uh, that's right. And everybody can find me on Twitter, uh twitter.com slash T-H-E-I-S-B. That's B as in looking Say around it. my office. B as in Batman. <laughs> it's, what it's always gonna be. So, uh, B as in Batman. Uh, you can also find me on about.me slash Chris Sims. That's C-H-R-I-S-S-I-M-S. That'll have links to everything I do, uh, freelance work-wise, comics-wise. It's all there. Uh, check that out. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with the first appearance of Sailor Mercury. And uh, I hope you join us for that one. And have a great week, everybody. Until then, keep your mind on Sailor business. Sailor.